Hello and welcome to Truth versus Hype. We'll have the foreign minister of Antigua in just a second on a new twist in the case of Mehul Choksi, the latest fugitive that India is struggling to bring back to face Indian justice. Now, Choksi, as we know, has become a citizen of the tiny island nation of Antigua in the West Indies. Just as the Indian law was closing in on him, he was actually getting his citizenship. According to the Antiguan government's records, he got his citizenship of November of last year and then took an oath of allegiance on 15th January of this year. This is just two weeks before the CBI filed FIRs against him and his nephew Nirav Modi for defrauding Indian banks, especially the Punjab National Bank of crores of rupees. Now, Choksi, in effect, has bought his Antiguan citizenship under a citizenship by investment program that the government has put on offer where he paid about $133,000 or less than one crore rupees to effectively get that citizenship. Now, there were media reports suggesting that Choksi had left Antigua, but his lawyer in Antigua issued a statement saying he was very much there as a citizen of that country and, of course, that he's innocent of all charges. Now, Choksi in a statement said he has taken the Antiguan citizenship to expand his jewellery business in the Caribbean, but also avail of the 132 countries he can now travel to without a visa. These include Schengen countries as well as the UK. A dispute of sorts has broken out about how he got his citizenship. Antigua's government says they did the due diligence on Choksi, vetting him via Interpol and other agencies. But CBI says Interpol never approached them on any information on Choksi. India has now approached Antigua, and Antiguan officials say they will honor India's requests, but within the ambit of the law. Now, the problem is that India does not have an extradition treaty with Antigua. Okay, now, I spoke earlier today to Everly Paul Chet Green. He is the foreign minister of Antigua, and I began by asking him whether he has, as we speak now, as we you know, recorded the conversation, have had any intimation from India about Mehul Choksi. Um, no, I have not personally seen any notes from India. Let me be very clear in stating that this has been a very difficult week for me as well. My father passed. And so I was making plans for funeral arrangements. But no, nothing has come to my attention, even during this difficult period uh, from India. If there is something, I believe I would have been alerted. And I'm sure that, you know, it, it will be dealt with my officers. Right, so I'm very sorry, of course, to hear about your father's deepest condolences. That's something we had no idea about. But just wanted to ask you that uh, when you say that there will be a request from India and you will act on it, now how will you do that given that you don't have an extradition agreement with India? Well, I did make it clear in a previous interview, I said, notwithstanding um, the fact that we do not have an extradition treaty with India, I made it very clear, lucid, that should we receive a request from the Indian government, we will treat with it. Okay. Even though... As you just said, there is no extradition treaty. Even if we do not have one. Um, that has to do with a couple of things. One, it has to do with our own beliefs and our own policies and positions with respect to global good governance. It also has to do with the fact that we are very, very, very gung-ho on protecting the integrity of our jurisdiction, our country, and also our CIP program.
So India, as well, is a friendly country to Antigua Barbuda, and we will cooperate with India once a request is made from the Indian government on this matter. Okay, but the question still remains, though, that how did you manage to give citizenship to this gentleman, to Mehul Choksi, even though he had such serious charges against him? Well, and here's where I think I will ask you as a journalist to continue to do your probing and to report accurately, factually, to the people of India and to the world that the application for citizenship in Antigua by the gentleman as you refer to him, was made last year, 2017. That the Antigua and Barbuda government, or the Antigua Barbuda Citizenship Investment Program, did its multi-tiered due diligence on the gentleman. And at all turns, those reports, those background checks, mm -hmm. uh, indicated that he was someone fitting for citizenship. And so, when he was granted in January of this year, there was no indication from the background checks done of him having any kind of infractions mm -hmm. or anything of this nature in his character um, background checks. And that is why we do not hesitate to say that if this is, in fact, um, in fact that we will cooperate. Because when we granted citizenship, we did so not knowing of this um, development. We would not have, and I want to be very clear, categorical accusation. We would not have granted him citizenship on Antigua Barbuda had we known of the situation. Our CIP program is the, is the best program, best operated program in the region. Right. And it's not best because of women and fancy, it's best because of the time we take, because of the, 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 the various cares we attach, and the importance, the significance we attach to the two business background checks we do on every single applicant. Not just him, but every applicant goes through the same diligent, rigorous background check to ensure that nothing comes to the program or to the country by way of miscreants. We are very, very clear that we acted at all times in uh, an honorable manner, in a legal manner, and that we did not know of what we're now hearing about at the time of the application or at the time of the approval of the application um, in 2017 and 2018, respectively. All right, Minister, thanks very much indeed for that, and apologies for the somewhat unclear audio uh, to the line to Antigua. But essentially what you were saying is significant because you're saying that when you were granting him the citizenship, you didn't know that he had these serious charges against him, and had you known that, that you would not have granted him citizenship, and now you're going to go back and check what exactly to do about him. Uh, we also spoke to David Dorsett. He is the lawyer for Mehul Choksi. In Antigua, he's the he's the gentleman uh, who issued the the Choksi statement, and uh, we had a very brief conversation. But essentially, he confirmed that Mehul Choksi is very much in Antigua. Let's listen. I I can, I can confirm what I what I what I delivered yesterday, and what has been at least published in the Antigua Observer. Okay, um, is true and correct. Okay, that is a statement I delivered at that time on the. The authorization of Mr. Chowski. Okay. Um, we stand by that statement. We are not wavering from that statement. Okay. Uh, we are, I mean, it is true and correct. Essentially, I mean, I think the point that he was making in the statement is that the charges against him are baseless and that he continues to remain a citizen of Antigua. Yes, sir, but I said, I am not making anything say anything different than what has already been said. In, in that statement. That is correct. 
And is there any way of trying to reach Mr. Choksi himself through your good offices? I'm not authorized to with as far as that is concerned. But oh. he is, he is, he's my client. I am in contact with him regularly. Okay. And um, that is all I'm able to say at this point. I'm not able to say anything further than what has already been said. Okay, so I, I'll, I won't press any further. But just to clarify, one thing which I, I wasn't very clear in the statement is that is he currently residing in Antigua? That is correct, yes. Okay, he's very much in Antigua. Okay. Yes, and we have made that statement already in the in the first week. Okay, okay. Uh, thank you so much indeed, Mr. Dorset. So David Dorset there, Choksi's lawyer, confirming that he is very much in Antigua and that, as he put it, he's regularly in touch with him, which I suppose would be the case of any good lawyer. But also something interesting has come up. And let's just play you those pictures. Now, what has happened is that since the story is broken, we have been amongst the many visitors to Antigua's website, uh, their citizenship investment program website, where essentially you invest money in the country and you get citizenship. And that website is actually shut down now. So we don't know if this is a coincidence, because I'm sure there's a lot of media interest in this story in India, and lots of people are visiting that site. So we don't know if this is just a coincidence, a technical glitch that seems to have happened at the same time as the story was breaking, or whether there's something more to it. But that's what you get when you go on the website. Intriguing. Anyway, joining us tonight, uh, we have with us Sandeep Singh. He's author and founder Swastik, a BJP supporter. Also joining us uh, is Mohammad Khan, spokesperson of the Congress, and uh, Samir Chaudhary, a Delhi-based lawyer whose expertise is in white-collar crime. Thank you all so much for being on the show. Sandeep Singh, I want to ask you that, to some extent, there is good news with the Antiguan foreign minister, as you heard, telling us that he will consider India's request, even though we don't have an extradition treaty with Antigua. But it does beg the question, Sandeep Singh, that how did Mehul Choksi manage to go so far down the line, getting his citizenship, getting himself, you know, he takes the pledge of this country, of the citizenship of this country, literally under the noses of the investigating agencies? Isn't this a big failure on the part of the government and, the, and its agencies? I, I won't call it a failure on the part of the government and the agency. Uh, okay. If you look, there's a huge paradigm shift from 2014. Mm. You know, till then, this same official were told to facilitate the you know exit of any culprit from India. Yes. Uh, right from you know T.T. Krishna Manachari became finance minister. Yes. To uh, Warren Anderson was you know escorted out of India, and now suddenly the same officials are being told to catch the culprit. No, so no, it's but a the fact is that these officials, officials. The fact is that these that when you say these officials have done nothing while all these people have left. No, I, I would say left that under the watch of this and government. They've left under the watch of previous governments as well. But how can you say anything has changed? There is Mehul Choksi, no, uh, he's sitting I, I, in Antigua. Nirav Modi, we don't know where he is. Lalit Modi. Vijay Malia. So we'll figure it out soon because we have seen how the court have acted not only in UK against Vijay Malia, but we saw how the court reacted on Thursday in USA for Nirav Modi also. So yes, uh, they so are it's, it's uh, step ahead to, as of now. It's trying but they to will not be always a step ahead. It's trying to close the stable after the horse is bolted, is it? But yes, a criminal will always commit a crime and run away. So uh, no official or no police always knows which crime is going to be committed where. But that's the failure. You must understand that this crime was going on from lo longer time my, before this government came. That's my point. That's my point. That is, to me, that is failure then, isn't it? 
I mean, what else? How else do you? Yes, officials are not used to catching the culprit. You know, we have seen culprits getting away with the support of government. This is the first time we have saw a government is chasing a culprit so fast. Sir, it has been five years, almost five years of this government. You are saying officials are still not used to catching culprits. Uh, Mohammed Khan is barely able to contain himself. But Mohammed Khan, the yeah. fact is that look, this idea of financial fraud yeah. and crime is not unique to this government alone. Mm -hmm. But now there is a point that Sandeep Singh is making. that there is now far greater diligence far there's far is less there? tolerance there's far less tolerance when it comes to courts in terms of an investigating agencies the way they have managed now to not just attach the assets of these people but if uh -huh. you look at the court orders uh -huh. both in the case of vijay malya uh -huh. and in the case of nirav modi and mehul uh -huh. choksi international courts are not giving them any relief i would actually argue otherwise i would say there is an increase in the amount of rhetoric and uh, you know empty talk that's happening but simultaneously there's mm -hmm. been a weakening of our institutions there has been a failure of diligence and let me point to a pattern here sandeep ji first nirav modi leaves the country 20 days before his lookout circular is issued he's made aware he is not only aware he's able to tell his entire extended family vasu ji and take them along with him Breach of failure, a breach of intelligence. Two. Hold on, hold on. No, hold on. Not, we're, I'm, I'm not talking about. I've, I'm there not talking about the part that he managed to get away. I'm talking about the fact that Vijay Malia is having a very difficult time in courts abroad. So is so is uh, you know Nirav Modi. So is yes. Mehul Choksi. And But look at also the statement from the government uh, of India. They're saying that we are, we are. You heard him. He said yeah. we are going to make an exception in this case right. if it turns out that he's a fraud. So suppose these people are are now sent back. They start coming right. back. Where will the Congress stand then? Of course, we will celebrate it. We will finally celebrate the fact that this government has done something in its four years of uh, lackluster performance. But uh, there is one very important thing, Vasudev. You must understand this. What about all of those people here who have aided and abetted Vijay Malia, Mehul Choksi, Nirav Modi in their escape? As you pointed out, there has been a breach and a series of lapses. All three of them share one thing in common, Vasudev. They all knew beforehand. In Malia's case, the LOC was suspended. He left. It was restored in 2015. Okay. Now, has anyone from the Home Ministry been held accountable? Has any officer been held accountable for this? No. And that's okay, why I question me. this government's diligence. That's okay, why I question me. this okay. government's spine. All right. So, okay. Okay. Samir, Samir Chaudhary. Now. as an expert in white collar crime when you see for example this antiga route that people like mehul choksi have taken that's not the only jurisdiction these days where you can quote unquote buy citizenship how difficult is it now going to be for the government even with with the government there saying we're friendly government we'll make an exception uh, how difficult is it going to be to actually try and bring someone like him to justice indeed it will be very difficult Firstly, because India has extradition arrangements with only 45 countries in the world. Okay. So, if a fugitive wants to run away, there are a lot of options available to a fugitive. Right. Especially in this case, even though the Antiguan government has come forward and said that they are willing to cooperate, but what is important is even till date, no request, no formal request has been sent by the government of India. So, yes. where is the intent? This is. They true. are ready to cooperate, but this where is the, the first intent? thing he said that so far there has been no formal Absolutely. request? Absolutely. There was no provisional arrest. There is no red, red corner notice. Mm. There is no extradition request. A charge right. sheet has been filed. Right. An extradition request should have been filed by now. Right. Especially when the government is coming forward and well, saying in, that we will cooperate. Well, but in this case, of course, we don't have an extradition arrangement with Antigua, so exactly. maybe that's with something which is not available to with, them as an option. But some other other form of reaching out to them. With reference to the cooperation extended, there should have been a formal request already made. We've been debating Why this for two, three days. Why is that not happened? You think, Sandeep Singh? Why has not 
a formal request been made as of date? We just heard the minister saying that. Yeah, I think if our memory serves me correct, uh, this news came on Thursday. Uh, no, it came earlier uh, in the week. It came, uh, it came earlier okay, in the so week. Let's say Monday. Let's assume it's Monday in that case. So my view... So I'm sure the government is working. It's not as simple, you know, like getting to a police station and filing an FIR. Right. So by Monday or Tuesday, we'll come to know there's a process which must be followed. So I'm sure the government will be working on it. And uh, there is no reason to doubt the government. They have gone so far. And but I'll like you know, add another point. But, you know, when you say no reason to doubt the government, I just want to tell you something that there was an analysis done of the, the website of this particular, you know, this, this whatever you call it, investment citizenship program and it appears that 28 Indians have actually quote unquote bought the citizenship and a good chunk of them just in the last year. So we don't even know Sandeep Singh how many more Choksis are already sitting in Antigua. Could be uh, and there, there are a lot more countries and we are talking about only one country. Uh, but th that's what the other point I was making is that if you have read the news the government uh, the, uh, this is the first time so many bankers are behind bars. So, government is taking preventive measures, so we here? cannot say that nothing is happening. Can I say something? Samit Chaudhary, you had your hand up. Yeah. I was about to raise that. My friend had said that by Monday or Tuesday, the request should be sent out. What are we waiting for? Considering we should yeah. learn from our past mistakes, are we waiting for yeah. him to use his mm. passport and go to any of those 132 countries where he can travel visa-free now? Mm. Are we waiting for that? Can I say, add something here? Yes. Now, the Ministry of External Affairs has done something very, very helpful, which is surprising for this government. They have put out a list, Vasuji, of how many people have been extradited over the terms of this government and over the last three. Right. 65. Anyone can go to the Ministry of External Affairs website and see that. You will see that the Congress government extradited people accused of financial fraud. They have yet to uh, extradite a single person. Okay. That, 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 that is something I am not sure about. I don't know when it comes to extradition whether you have a better track record a or not. Much better track we'll have record. to wait and see. Because the Ministry of External Affairs attests well, to that. The, oh, well, you've just been in power for much longer. The process of extradition, as I'm sure uh, Samit Chaudhary will tell you, is a long and tortuous one. It's not easy to do that. But I'm also told that Antigua is a member of a Commonwealth. You know, it is a part of the Commonwealth. And there could be other routes through which perhaps India could try and see if it can get them to try to, to let go of this person. I don't know if that's possible at all, Samit Chaudhary, that, you know, they have these, you have financial action task forces and so on, yeah. so and Antigua's, you have member countries. Antigua is part of the Caribbean Financial Action Task Force, so especially for offense of money laundering, right. there can be a request that can be made to extradite uh, Mehul Choksi in that situation. Right, but would India have to then, you know, submit all the evidence that it has collected against him and make that case clearly? Yes. That the process that of law would have to be followed. The, the entire evidence would have to be submitted. It will be fought in the courts in Antigua. There right. would be a trial there, right? Absolutely. A separate trial there which would have to be concluded. He would have to be found guilty and then only could you... I mean, even if Antigua cooperates, there is no yeah. way to uh, not run the... Right. Is this, is this politically becoming more and more embarrassing, Sandeep Singh, uh, you know, for the government? That you have these cases coming up one after the other and it seems that the government is always on the wrong foot. They didn't even know he was in Antigua. I mean, I still no, find no, it no. shocking I, that he managed to initiate his citizenship process. In the, so he knew yeah. in November last year, he had already done all the groundwork. In November, he manages to go ahead and get the first phase of it. Yeah. 
and then he actually takes the oath in the middle of january yeah. and vasuji may i add to that the indian citizenship act does not provide for dual citizenship which means that he would have surrendered his indian passport here making the indian authorities aware so yet again a breach of action so either they are complicit or negligent neither scenario is flattering for this government sami uh, sorry sandeep singh i mean it, yeah, it is extra it is extraordinary isn't it it's just it boggles the mind yeah it is, it is extraordinary that we have seen all fugitives running away and if somebody is doing to going to commit a crime i'm sure he is going to plan 10 steps further that what he is going to do next but so is the is in the whole every criminal but isn't the whole idea of of having a government a supposedly you know a tough government which cracks down on financial yeah. fraud and corruption yes, the, isn't the, the whole idea to preempt that from happening as i just rather than discover it when the fellows run away with all the money sir behind bar hmm. we have seen nirav modi and vijay malya are getting jacked up not only in uk but in us also hmm. we have never seen earlier this kind of thing don't give us and as i beginning of the show i have mentioned honestly, what happened to warren anderson or to the person who dropped purlia arms in purlia hold accountable for the fact that they left beforeforce we know the government itself went ahead and said that please don't investigate you set a hyperbolic paradigm i will do the nation now okay the working of you deliver on that makes issue out of it the better for bjp because all such things will come out okay don't talk over each other mohammad i request you Yeah, yeah okay, very, very, ask, can I say one thing to him? No, no. Very, very, they only talk about history. They only talk about the past government. No, no. One second. No, can I you just? You didn't let me speak anyway. You okay. Don't talk over, over him. me. Well, he was. Sameer Chaudhary. Sameer Chaudhary. In conclusion, though, do you sense that at least when it comes to courts, even outside of India, there is certainly a greater sort of decisiveness in in not sort of favoring these so-called international fugitives. We are seeing. a certain toughness of approach of, are we not of course times are changing the courts all over the world including india are becoming more and more tough when it comes to dealing with economic offenses because today now what you get in today's age and time is more of economic offenses we've moved away from heinous crimes though the heinous crimes are still there right but it's the economic offenses which impact a greater number of people so the courts are definitely becoming more and more they are becoming tougher yeah. okay we're out of time but the fact is that now As we speak Mehul Choksi has access to 132 countries to which you can travel to without a visa so even as Antigua perhaps starts to move in on him we'll have to wait and see if he takes off for somewhere else thank you all gentlemen so much for uh, joining us that's all the time we have on truth versus hype thanks so much for watching good night